This, it's so funny, Jeff. <laughs> just no response to see what's funny. <laughs> oh God. Glad that well, my suffering amuses you. <laughs> not only does it amuse me, but it amuses the listeners. Hello and welcome to Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends present. I'm Riley Hopkins and I like to present to you my amazing friends. As last time, my good friend Marn. Hello, I'm Marn. I use she her pronouns and I co-host the Argonauts podcast. My friend Taylor. What up? Hello, friends and enemies. This is Taylor. I use he and pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Leviathan Files. And I'm one-fourth of the RSS Defiant, four friends with two missions. First is to have fun. The second is to objectively rank every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And finally, my friend, Jeff. What up, what up? I am Jeff Stormer. My pronouns are he, his. I am a podcaster, game designer, and the unofficial official LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. I do a bunch of things that I'm not going to go into today. (laughs) And... He, yeah, Riley Hopkins, Rev Rye Bread, Twitter, he, they pronouns. We is that, are, we, is that Rev like Reverend? Rev, Rev like Reverend, Rye Bread like Rye, and then bread noises, bread. Uh, I don't know what a bread noise is. But today, we are continuing our game. If we all sound a little tired, it's because it is 9 in the morning for us central timers. And 10 in the morning for us non-central timers. So Y'all we, are weak. I've been up since 6. <laughs> oh, look at J.D. Rockefeller over oh. here. <laughs> look at, look at Ben at, Franklin over here being all early. You got to rise and grind. I get up at 6 a.m. every day to do my jog. I have a yogurt <laughs> shake. and uh, Someone's got to get up early to get the bread so that, that Riley can make the bread noises. It's true. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd be sitting here and I'd be crinkling an empty bag and sobbing <laughs> lightly to myself. <laughs> We are going to be playing Follow today. I know I said that yesterday. I lied. Today we are actually playing Follow, and it starts with we together. We'll have a quest and characters, and we will we will fucking solve this. We will lead a group through this shit. So to first, we have to pick our quest, and the quest is the uh, the thing we want to tackle. What we're what we're fucking doing. Uh, if we're new to Follow, it's just to start with one of these four options. Uh, which are build a colony and make it flourish, slay the dragon that terrorizes the slay the beast that terrorizes the realm, uh, get the loot and don't get caught or overthrow our oppressors. I think the dragon or the rebellion are both things that are like emblematic of what we were talking about yesterday, which is dark side of the anti life equation, Fortnite Island, uh, and the Illuminati. It's a great pitch. Frankly, I just really also <laughs> want to take another moment and just say great pitch. Really. <laughs> just we really we really crushed it over here. We're really doing a great job. Do we do we feel like we'd rather overthrow our oppressors or slay the beast that terrorizes everything? They're, those are two distinct things. So um, uh, I guess the question, the positioning question that I would posit, hearing those options, um, the vibe that I get from each is slaying the dragon implies that like this plan is currently that we are on the outside of Fortnite Purgatory Island that Mm -hmm. is slowly overtaking the world and we are stopping it from the outside. Overthrowing our oppressors implies that we are trapped in Purgatory Fortnite Island, that we are characters that have been absorbed Mm -hmm. and we are going to break out of the system. Are we going to be dropping boys or are we going to be already dropped? (laughs) <laughs> that what was a is, good joke that's fine that was a good Mar-a-lot. joke no that was a good joke i'm not <laughs> that's a I, I think i am more interested in like i'm interested in the outside looking in the fucking like 
there is a bubble of weird shit and we need to figure out how to solve it. But also, if you go in there, you might not be coming back out. I think that is the dragon then. I think that is that is acknowledging that this thing is a presence that is destroying the world and we need to stop it. And that feels like the dragon to me. Yeah. So a thing about Fortnite lore <laughs> that I didn't bring up God last speed. night is that once you statements enter... statements with a with a threatening aura. <laughs> is that once you <laughs> enter like the once you breach like the storm that surrounds the island, you lose your memory of the world that you're from. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Fucking! I love that they made a genuinely like. You also, you also stop being able to talk, and that's the reason why there's no voice acting in Fortnite. Mm. Well, we're gonna have a solution for that. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, so this brings us very nicely to the second thing on on the starting on the start here. What makes our quest difficult as a group? Brainstorm two things that make our quest difficult. Take examples from a quest sheet or make up your own. Uh, difficulties get everyone on the same page about what stands in our way. Uh, write our difficulties down on an index card or a silly little Google Doc that I have here. And uh, we'll put the title of the quest community, fellowship, whatever on top. So A, we need to figure out what the organization is that's fighting the Fortnite Island. And B, we need to narrow this down to two difficulties. One of which I think is we will forget who we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Memory, memory, it's like memory. And that kind of gets into, I think, the other, like the the bigger picture related to like losing our memories and losing who we are is that like reality itself is getting folded in on. So like nothing Mm -hmm. can be taken for certain, right? Like if, if, if Spock is turning into Siler, is turning into Dr. Barry Mayfield, is turning into Leonard Nimoy, like it, it is... Nothing that we can trust, nothing that we can trust, like, that we can, we can trust nothing in our own reality. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The joy of doing a podcast with webcams, I don't usually do with webcams, is I do get to see Jeff wrangling <laughs> a cat. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I I agree. The memory, the reality, the the act of like we are in like a weird like multi zone. I think that itself is like a difficulty, right? Like that is one of the one of the the challenges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does anyone else have another difficulty for the solving that will stop us on our quest? Um, I wasn't listening because I was typing to my boss. What quest did we pick? We click. We're slaying a dragon. We are slaying the bad guy. We are we are killing the bad guy which is the Fortnite Island Illuminati dark side. Sick. But we need to figure out what a difficulty is that is on that path. One of them being the what Marn pointed out, we will forget who we are when we enter the boundaries of the Fortnite Island. Uh, mm-hmm. Reality folding in on itself, everything echoing, like there is a issue with reality and our memory and our eyes. Mm-hmm. So I I want to throw this out here because I, I adore the the first option for the dragon no mere sword can slay the beast and i think that that works in perfectly with like our weird multiverse illuminati because like if you just kill them like their next multiverse will just be there in a second okay so we have just got infinite forms so so we need a we don't know what can actually solve it (laughs) The, the big solution that we had come up with is we will know that we're here to kill the thing, and that we can <laughs> hold on to one memory. <laughs> we got one memory, and that's that I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. But you, I know you, and you're dead. 
the, the only thing I know about the cosmos is that it is on site with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this a lot. All right, so that's good. Next thing is our fellowship, our team, our group. This group of characters is working together to complete the quest. Uh, we'll have two characters. So each of us will get two characters to play, a main character and a minor character. Both are part of the fellowship, but our story is about the main characters. Uh, as you make your characters, complete each step together and discuss your choices. And then, yeah, main character, minor character. Main characters get a... Uh, each player takes an index card, our Google Doc here. Full in on it. Turn the cards the Wow, there's a lot of physical descriptions of what to do with an index card that I don't have. <laughs> All right. We make our fellowship. Do we have a name for our group here? Do we have a name that we want to have, like, the our Armageddon team sent to the Fortnite Island to drill to the center of it? Like, does anybody have a name on Retainer? The Fire Squad. Fire Team. Yep, Fire Squad. Yeah, Fire Team. It's pretty good. Fire it's Team. Pretty good. Yep. Easy enough. It gets in, it gets out. It makes it clear. And then well, we all came in wearing matching outfits, so obviously we have met we have this connection. Alright. Now, what are your main who are you? What is your main character's role in the fellowship? Pick from the list on the quest sheet or make one up. You must be part of the fellowship and you must want to succeed at the quest, but that might change later on. First, we'll name our character. Name our main characters. Your main character starts off with two things. One, what they want from the quest, and two, what they want from a character that's to the left of them that they won't give you, which I can see people writing out. Thank you, Anonymous Liger. Liger Zero is here with me in chat watching me. I appreciate <laughs> you. My Zoid is here at all times. Also, if anyone else knows more about this game, feel free to talk and take it because I'm happy to allow that to happen. Mm, I think that's pretty much like pretty much all we're doing is naming like what we who we are and what we want at this moment. This is pretty it's pretty lightweight and freeform once we get into the thing, like once we get into the actual game, like I know the flow of it mm -hmm. and it's yeah. pretty straightforward. So right now we're just kind of naming who we are. Absolutely. And I am just looking at my shelf back here to try to decide what comic book character I want to be. And I think for me, for my main character, I think you can't have one of these. Part of me is like you can't have one of these without a Batman type character in it. Like you have to have a Grumpy Gus. But also I think it's funnier. It's more enjoyable to me if Batman. Batman's already in Fortnite, I think. Like, yeah, Batman is in the Illuminati. Batman, Batman is gone. Yeah. So is this my chance to play Dick Grayson? Is this my chance oh. to play Tim Drake? Do, do I get to be my, my my one of my many baby boys that I carry around so so tenderly? I don't think any of them could come on this because if they have to kill if they have to fight Batman, like I think there's gonna be nervousness. I think Jason is here. I think I my main character is Jason Todd, the Red Hood. Oh, that's so good. Hell yeah, yeah. ready to ready to murder. And and Jason's like I've forgotten my shit before, man. Like it's easy. You forget once. You forget it all. The Red Hood. Does anyone else have their character top of mind? Uh, yeah, I think I got mine. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to play Mr. Miracle. Oh, hell yeah. Because he's an escape artist. That's I, fucking I true. Like it makes sense. <laughs> Looking at this, should I play a DA Marvel character? Because <laughs> again, potentially. The three DC fans. I've also taken a DC character for the record, I've realized. Yeah, yeah, dude, what'd you pick, Jeff? I picked Buddy Baker, uh, the Animal Man. Uh, 30-second bio of the Animal Man. Uh, animal Man is a, is a, is a guy. Wife, he's, just... wife, wife, he's a wife guy, wife guy solidarity. 
but he is a, a low-rent superhero, a member of the Justice League Europe. His ability is that he can take on the properties of any animal. So if he wants to, he can be like, I'm going to color change like a chameleon. Except the reason why I feel like he's a good fit for this particular mission is that uh, once upon a time, he had a bit of a mental breakdown after a bunch of terrible things happened to him. And he realized that he was in a comic book and eventually walked through purgatory uh, past the realm of, of characters that were not being used in DC Comics. And he met Grant Morrison and like had a conversation about the nature of reality. I love and Grant Morrison. God damn. It really is my fav- one of my favorite comics of all time. For the record, everybody should go read Grant Morrison's Animal Man because it ends up being a beautiful book and it holds up really well. But I, I think that... It's a character that makes a lot of sense in this exact scenario as someone that, like, can see all of what is unfolding, right? Like, we talked about unconventional detective work and people not being able to notice this by the rules of their own reality. And I think it needs to... I think that having someone who can see that copyright law is taking shape and, like, pulling apart reality at the seams and, like, understands what all that means is a is a compelling character to play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I might like change that. my guy because I just thought of another DC character who does meta stuff who I think I want to play. <laughs> the only Animal Man thing I'd ever read, I've ever read is the New 52 Animal Man that's just, like, yeah. a fucked up little horror show. And I love that shit. So that book, the New 52 Animal Man, opens with... Uh, an interview between Animal Man and uh, off-screen. I think it's it's not Tom King. It's Scott Admi or it's Scott Lemire, I think. And it's specifically an homage to the Grant Morrison Animal Man because he's like, we're gonna have it open with Animal Man talking to the writer of this comic and just kind of explaining his deal. Love that. Now, Taylor, I saw you type something, and now yeah. it's gone. So I want to know. A, Y, and B, where you're going. Uh, I was thinking, um, so I originally had thought this as my main character concept, but I like it better as a minor character uh, of, if if we're looking at character concepts, the first one is Knight of the Realm. Uh, and if I'm thinking about Star Trek, uh, the, the most Knight of the Realm person is James Tiberius Kirk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who really just wants to keep people safe. Um, James comes from a a traumatic past and has seen some shit uh and and operates on kind of the the principles that everyone deserves life and happiness um because he is in fact in love with everyone uh so <laughs> has a kind of rap- uh, 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 rapunzel from tangled of, yeah. like uh, like energy uh, <laughs> just simply loves everybody yeah uh, so I am moving James Tiberius Kirk down to uh, my my minor characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing the same with Scott. Then, either one of you, do you know who your who your main your main fucker is? Uh, I will in two seconds. I am also multitasking because my boss is asking questions about Absolutely. this shit. Um, I know I know who my guy is, so I could talk about it to give Taylor some time. Hit me! Hit Please. me! Hit me! <laughs> Uh, I am playing Casey Brink, who is a superhero called Space Case from Gerard Way's uh, run of Doom Patrol, who is Danny the Street's daughter. Oh, Danny, they had who they had kids. (laughs) So, yes and no. She is a fictional superhero from a comic book within the comic book that Danny gave sentience to. And now she is real. (laughs) 
Fuck, that's I love sick. Danny the that's Street. Great. That's good shit. That's good shit. Um, and I love her. There's like a non-zero chance they show up in in. I, like, she's she's uh she's cameoed in like the very first episode of the show. Really? Oh. Yeah, because she's also an EMT, and I'm pretty sure like they have her and her partner show up in like the first episode. God. All right, that shit rules. I uh I have a my secondary written out here. And I was I was thinking about it. I'm like, I need to get someone Marvel in here or, or else I'm really I'm really causing an issue. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, going to I'm going to bump Animal Man to my minor. I think I have a new major, a new maid. <laughs> Look at her. I was like, what if I like Hey, I could connect people together. Right. The thing about the Amalgam universe is they did do mashups. So you did things you did get things like the Bat Claw or whatever. That was Wolverine and Batman together. But I think that is a type of joy and crossover that we are not getting from the Fortnite Island. They won't let you smash the toys together. So we're not getting Jason Todd, Bucky Barnes, which was a thought that I had on my head. Instead, down to my minor character, I think I am going to follow that Bucky Barnes line of thought all the way to its logical conclusion and hand over Steve Rogers, Captain America, a character that I do love (laughs) and who in my old age have realized is just the things I don't like about him. I could take those out and then just have Superman. (laughs) But but I will have Steve. Steven will be here. I have swapped my main character. All I'm, right. I'm very okay. happy with that. I'm very happy with my new main character. It feels right. It feels right. It feels good. Who are you looking at here, Jeff? I am playing Peter B. Parker. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, and what I want from the quest is to be able to hang up the mask and be able to retire and go and, and walk away. And I think that, like, because everything is folding in on itself, like, the Spider-Verse is collapsing, and it means that, like, I have to be, like, a prominent... I have to be, like, I am embodying all of the Peter Parkers, and I want to go back to my tiny corner of the universe where I'm just a guy. That rules. (laughs) Taylor, you keep typing things, (laughs) and I keep seeing them. (laughs) Uh yeah, so my my major character, um, give me a second to figure out what he wants from this quest. Absolutely, because uh, he's really good. I didn't say what Jason wanted, by the way. And Jason Todd just wants to shoot the bad guy. Jason <laughs> Jason Todd is a little bit like, you know what I want to do today? It would be great if while I'm in here, I could just get Bruce. I could just finish that. <laughs> we get we've got better in the past few years, but you know, I think it would still be better, better if I got him. I now have an excuse to, to get him, and I'm <laughs> going to take that. I, you know, sometimes, sometimes you close the door and you're like, I don't need to be in there anymore. It's fine. And then you notice it's a beautiful day outside, and that door does lead to the lawn. So why not open it and go lay on the lawn if you had the chance? Taylor, I've also realized you are reading directly off the uh, the Dragon Quests. You can make up your own shit. <laughs> Uh, so yes, I do know that. Okay. However, I do really love like taking okay. like specific like I'm always like circling things on PBTA books. <laughs> gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. They're there for a reason. Hell yeah! I just want to make sure. Awesome, awesome. What does Casey Brink want from this quest, Mar? I think she just wants to stop the universe from collapsing. It's a pretty bold. It's that's clear. I think like that's good. Um, the other thing I say is that uh. Her part of her whole thing is that she drives a flying ambulance that is a portal to Danny the Street. So like you go into the ambulance. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. I love the Doom Patrol. God, I love Doom it. Patrol. God damn it! 
I gotta read Gerard Way's Doom Patrol. And they played it. It's an, really good. They play uh, an MCR song in the in season three of Doom Patrol, and I'm like, ah, we are full circle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you got? I've got my main character. Uh, his concept is peasant, um, and I will be playing Bradward Boimler uh, from Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, he is. <laughs> An ensign who really, he has delusions of grandeur uh, and wants to be a captain so bad. And he knows that the way he is going to do that is by following every single rule. Um, He wants honor from this quest. Uh, In his mind, he is using the quest directly from follow. I've sworn I'd slay it. I will not break my oath. (laughs) But in reality, his captain captain just asked him to look into those anomalies that swallowed up uh, the Andorian Ensign the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great. (laughs) I've seen enough of Lower Decks to have an approximation of this man's character, so I'm I'm ready to party. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Now, Jeff has just dropped a great image into the chat. It just, I needed a representation of the character that I'm playing, and I found a very good, a very good still frame of Peter B. Parker that I had not actually seen isolated before, and has filled me with joy, and it is Peter Parker mid-hamburger in the mouth. Oh, I, where is Webtoons Jason? Where is, like, yeah, playing hot Webtoons Jason, Todd? I, I need to read this Webtoons comic. I just keep forgetting. Because <laughs> this is... Look at it. Like, just, oh, he's hot. The art is gorgeous, and he's very hot. It looks like drawn by uh, Karina from Drawfeet. Like, looking at Jason Todd. Uh, Gamers, now, our next step. Now that we have our main characters, and we have the names of our minor characters. For our main characters, the main character starts off with a difficult relationship with a character to your left. So, for us, starting at me... Me, Marn, Marn, Taylor, Taylor, Jeff, Jeff, me. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pick something you want from them that's important to you, but they are unwilling to give you. Uh, you can choose from examples on the quest sheet or make up your own. Yada, yada, yada. It's what kind of tension they want here. So, for example, let me pop on down to the dragon concept and just read uh, what I you know, what I want from you, but you won't give me. Respect. Uh, give power. Give me the enchanted sword. Give me a blessing. Teach me uh, sorcery, sword fighting, revenge, forgiveness, protection. These are all things. So what does Jason Todd want from Casey Brink? I'm getting the vibe that like Casey's like a positive character, right? Like Yes, get, like, extremely. I think that there's like a part of Jason that uh, like is caught, right? Because Jason is somebody who is like kind of like their whole shit is that they're mad all the time. <laughs> and like they are happy about they're like happy about that shirt. But when you're around someone that's positive and around someone that doesn't harbor such like aggression and also someone who's separate from the people you're already aggression about, like I think you could look at that and want to learn a little bit. So what I think is like the the teach me is the answer here, but it's not that necessarily like Casey won't teach Jason, it's more that Jason would admit that he wants to be taught. <laughs> That's really good. I have I have Peter's for 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 Jason. I have what Peter wants from Jason. I wrote, "Give me your best self." I think it's that Peter B. Parker is a consummate mentor and sees somebody that is in a great deal of pain and has a great deal of anger and like is in a bad place and truly wants to see Jason become like a good and like. Get sees. I think Peter B. Parker sees a lot of who Peter B. Parker was at the start of Spider Verse in Jason Todd, 
and wants to believe that Jason Todd can get to a place where Peter B. Parker is at the end of Spider-Verse. But it's Jason Todd, and he's had <laughs> 30 years to get to that place, and it has not happened, so I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> a tougher nut to crack than miles morales yeah you know a little bit less willing to change love that love that so then it is you taylor and jeff and marn and you okay cool 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 um i think i have casey's for bradward which i'm just taking straight off the sheet but i think it's uh let me protect you Mm. (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Because I'm pretty sure Casey just like sees this guy and is like, what is this guy doing here on this like team? <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy doing here? He truly like, is just a dude. <laughs> you're literally just some guy. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, and I, I think we're going to double up on Teach Me. Um, Hell yeah. Because I, I want Peter Parker to teach me how to be a hero. <laughs> and I think Peter Parker just wants to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter Parker yeah. has never met somebody that is enthusiastic about wanting to learn how to be a hero and is like, uh, what? <laughs> Jason, Bradward wants the education that Peter is trying to give Jason. <laughs> just the, do you want to talk about your feelings, Jason? No. I do. I know, Bradward. <laughs> I'm sad. I know, Bradward. <laughs> I can I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> so, with that beautiful thing out of the way, we come to minor characters. Our minor characters are minor characters are supporting cast, and some of them will almost certainly be lost for questing difficult turns. Oh, holy shit. They don't need a uh, minor characters don't need a want from you and uh all of that they're just the name to start and what happens with them comes along so they don't need all that extra fluff and guff and with Hold that on, i gotta change i gotta change my minor character i'm realizing i'm realizing that we've made a terrible terrible mistake <laughs> yeah i'm ready to kill captain america again is all <laughs> oh yes thank you actually yep you did it <laughs> yes thank you i'm applauding to jeff <laughs> Yes. Yeah. We don't create work. We don't create one for the minor care. Well, listen, this is not a mechanical no, one. This is flavor. <laughs> Read this. Read this, Jeff. I, w- I will. I will. <laughs> oh, Wait, Riley, you have to give the artist time to work. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm trying to rush the, the painter. Just go. <laughs> Call the Mountain King playing. Uh, I forgot that we needed a minor character to be Columbo, who is also Etrigan. Uh-huh. Yep. And I feel like it's perfect that that's a minor character because it 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 more thoroughly adds the idea that Columbo is just in the background solving mm. all of this. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not he's not a central <laughs> character. He's just in the background going like. Yeah, I already solved this. Did you not figure that I needed to bust the a guy a manager of a McDonald's killed his killed his business partner, and I needed to prove how he did it. 
Uh, what I want from this quest is to solve this murder and get back to my wife. You know, she's cooking chili tonight, and I promised I'd be home in time. You know, I never miss chili night. It's my favorite night of the week, you know. Columbo's wife, first name, Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that we have all of our fuckers in a row, it is time to, to play our goddamn game. To complete the quest, our fellowship will face three challenges. We won't know what the challenges what challenges will confront us at the start. We only will know them as they arise. Each challenge is something we need to do to move closer to our goal. If we succeed at a challenge, we are more likely to see it at the quest. If we fail or ignore or refuse the challenge, it doesn't mean the quest immediately fails, but it makes it harder for us to win in the end. You must pick challenges from the quest sheet, but your choices and the order you put them in define the flavor of your game. For each of the three rounds, we follow the same steps. Pick our challenge and describe why it is difficult. Play scenes to explore how our characters deal with the challenge and each other. Draw stones to see if the fellowship. This, these are our little tokens that we all we all talked about. We all remember our token jokes from last night. Yes. <laughs> get, get your get your tokens out and ready. I have sorted. Oh man, I don't have my real water for crystal bowl. <laughs> I have sorted my face cards from the Philly tarot deck and my non-face cards so that when I draw a card, if I see a Philadelphia celebrity, I'll know that it's a face card oh and that'll God. be a positive result. Oh, fuck. That's For example, funny. here I have the King of Pentacles, which is the Fresh Prince. I Good. want a Chicago uh, like tarot deck so bad now that I know that you have the Philly one. I'm sure they have one, but it also that feels like such a... like It feels almost too cool for like something that Chicago would do. You know what I mean? I do know exactly what you mean. All right. I have accepted out my Digimon cards, my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. All right. So we pick how our many, challenge. How many tokens do we need? Not a ton, frankly. I think under 10. Under 10. I forgot to prep. I hey, so tokens. did I. <laughs> uh, so my tokens might be uh, a set of professional wrestling uh, trading cards. Hell yeah. Can you separate if- them out into heels and faces? Uh, no, because they're all the same wrestler. <laughs> but I do have uh, two cards uh, that are black on the inside and two cards that uh, are colored on the inside. They're all from professional wrestler Masha Slamovich, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and so these will be good. my tokens. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, God. All right. After the third... Okay, so we draw stones to see if the Fellowship succeeds or fails at the challenge and whether any of our characters are lost or betrayed the Fellowship. The third challenge is different. It outcomes. Its outcome determines the success or failure of the entire quest, but our wins and losses in the first two challenges will influence the chances of story. After the third challenge is resolved and we've seen whether the Fellowship succeeded, we'll play a short epilogue to look at their lives after this. So, we start a challenge. We pick a player to choose a challenge. It must be someone who has not picked already. If you will jump down to the uh, the fucking dragon page, bada bing, the challenge options are learn the weak spot. Where can we find the answer? Get the thing that can slay it. What and where is it? Raise an army to fight it. Convince a group to aid us. Through Travel through dangerous lands. Protect a village from... Uh, protect protect a pe- protect people from this monster. Track the monster. Corner the monster. Lure it into a trap. Find its lair, explore that lair, escape the monster, or face the monster. We have to pick one of these to start our quest. Here. Um, I think that we should uh, travel through dangerous lands first. Absolutely. And what I guess what I want to start start here, 
because so we have to say why this challenge is difficult. The player who picked the challenge describes the problem that confronts the fellowship and fleshes out the situation. Tell us what makes the challenge difficult and why we need to do it. But not do not say anything about how the fellowship will solve the problem. Leave that for scenes. Um, the player who picked the challenge chooses which main character they think would be the first to decide how to deal with this problem. And then uh, we set the pace as a group decide how long we envision this challenge taking minutes, hours, days, week, months, years. This gets everyone on the same page. Then each player makes one scene for this challenge. So we will each cycle around and do a scene either with our major or minor character. So Taylor, since you have so kindly picked the first challenge, you get to say why it's difficult and you get to pick uh, which main character you think would be the first one to respond to this. And yeah. then we'll do a scene. Um, I think it's dangerous because like we're on Fortnite Island. We we are on <laughs> Fortnite Island. God, now that now that my husband is awake and like walking around, I'm like really self conscious of the fact that we're that this whole story takes. Bring takes him in place. here. Bring him in here. <laughs> um. Yes. Uh. So yeah, I I think it's just like that. There's a game going on, and that's what makes it difficult. Is that there's like I don't know anything about. I don't know fact one about Fortnite. How, Marn, how many people are there in a match? I actually don't. No, 100. but there is canonically 100. there's a match every 22 minutes and it just like time resets after those 22 minutes. So oh we have boy. a 22 minute window to get in and 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 solve the fucking thing. Yo, that, yeah. that's a good like setup good. for a story. That's a good. Yeah. I I know from playing the Fortnite that there are 100 people that drop out of the battle bus at the beginning of a, <laughs> beginning the, of a fight. I'm sorry, what is it called? You didn't the know battle the battle bus. bus. The battle bus. Okay. But for us, again, it is the, the uh, oceanic flight. Yeah. <laughs> as we addressed last night. <laughs> God damn. Um, Can't believe it's going to make Fortniteers of us all. Yeah. Uh, I think, Jay, like, can I volunteer characters or do I yes. have to pick one of mine? You you pick which character you think would be the first person to, who would be the person who would take helm at trying to solve this problem, mm. at getting through dangerous lands during the Fortnite fight. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I I'm going to post the Fortnite map, actually, because I think that would be an important visual for us to take in here. Yeah. Fortnite map. Um, I think it's probably either Jason Todd or Casey Brinke. Uh-huh. Which one of us would, would, would lead in? I, I have a thought. I'm interested. If If one of the difficulties is... If one of the difficulties is that we have lost our collective memory, I think it would make the most sense. I think if anybody is going to retain their memories in this moment, it's going to be Casey. As a as a as an ex, as an already fictional character made reality, I think that, that that I think that she is in a position to retain her sense of self in this fictional scenario. That's true. So I like that. How how does fucking Casey lead us through this what is the what is the start there this is the this is the scene here the person chosen by the player who picked the challenge makes the first scene followed by the player on their left then around the table clockwise uh scenes are the meat of the game and your scene is the spotlight time it's your chance to explore your relationship to other characters in the fellowship use your scenes to lay groundwork and put our plans in motion but no matter what happens we won't know if we succeed or fail at the challenge until after everyone has made a scene to make you say scene say who is there where it's happening, and what is going on. It is more important to describe a situation that is clear to all the players than it is to find one particularly novel or interesting. So, 
I am actually going to change my mind. Uh, and I think I, I have a uh, what I think is a very scrumptious idea for an establishing scene uh, to open up this story, um, which is uh, Brad Boimler going through a series of time loops, not quite understanding the island that he's found himself on as time resets every 22 minutes. Uh, and I think that this is like... In 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 fiction, this would be a full television episode of Lower Decks, uh, <laughs> but I think what we see uh, is almost like the um, what's the Tom Cruise movie about time loops? Uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Live, repeat. We see like an Edge of Tomorrow style montage of Boimler like dropping out of the bus and then mm-hmm. immediately getting shot in the air. And then we see like a reset like 22 minutes later. He drops out of the bus, dodges the, the phaser blast, lands, uh, lands in like quicksand and, and gets just obliterated. Can I, can I make an immediate proposal? Yes. You land in quicksand, and uh, a 747 plane crashes, <laughs> like, full on into you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it's just this series of, like, escalating uh, deaths and time loop repeats. Um, and he's, like, all the while, he's, like, Ensign's, acting Ensign's log, stardate 4281.6. Uh in investigation of the anomalies that disappeared uh, the Andorian ensign the other day, uh, the captain has asked me to investigate this strange island where we see uh, temporal uh, anomalies and, and tachyon particles kind of swirling around in, in strange situations. Oh, oh, ah! <laughs> Bam! <laughs> The Green Goblin Fuck. appears with a scimitar and just like, <laughs> just, like <laughs> takes my head off. Um, but I think the the important thing is like over the course of this montage, uh, Brad teams up uh, alternatingly with each of the characters, and like the end of the montage is like all four of us landing down together and like ready. So like this is how we all get together is like through this time loop we discover we that go. working together gets us uh, more more chances for survival. But so we, we're part of the same group when we came in. Mm-hmm. We just forgot. We forgot. Oh, yeah. But the thing that connects us is I see this shitty little idiot. <laughs> And I get so mad. And then I'm like, I know this guy. God. <laughs> okay. So can I make, so Riley, you've inspired me and I want to propose something to, to yeah. Martin, to Martin and me. Oh, I, I want to, I want to throw a question to both of us. What is the moment? Uh, and Riley, if you want to play this out in more detail, but like, mm-hmm. what is the moment? It, what does the time loop look like where we remember who we are? Where like, mm. where 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 Brad helps us? Like, what about this moment? As Bradward like gathers us all up, like we've lost our memory. What is the the thing? Because I have a specific picture in my head of like what it looks like for Peter B. Parker to regain his memory. But like, I want to hear like how all of us recover our memories and come back together as a team i if, if i may begin there this is that i would love to picture this we're in the battle bus i posted a picture of it in the discord uh i am sitting next to bradward jason todd shredded bradward not <laughs> <laughs> sitting next to each other just like we're a duos team it's the two of us this time for mm-hmm. some reason <laughs> And, uh, Jason's like loading guns, checking guns. It's just like, so have you done this before? 
Uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been on plenty of away missions, and he's got, like, one little phaser that he keeps <laughs> checking over and over as Jason keeps pulling out more and more guns. Is that, like, a flip phone or something? Is that, like, a razor? Uh, n- no, it's, uh, like, it's a, a particle energy weapon. It's actually really cool. Here, let me, yeah, and he, like, uh-huh. opens it up and then it breaks something. <laughs> Tell you what, J- Jason pulls out a pistol and just hands it to him. This Ooh, is a gun. an antique. Yeah, oh you just (laughs) just do you know how to shoot this yeah it's uh point and click yeah sure okay all right and jason pulls you up by the back here by like the (laughs) scruff of your neck like all right we're we're passing over tilted towers we're going in are you ready yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) jumps in after you for those that don't know tilted towers is a place where a lot of people drop and it is a very pain in the ass and you will die immediately it is not (laughs) So I think this is one of the ones where you just get blown away in the sky. And Jason just goes like, God damn it. Oh, Brad. Like whoosh past the camera. That's incredible. My introduction to Brad, memory of him. I I think that my memory of Brad, I think it's more Brad's memory of Brad. Peter because Brad wants Peter to Brad like there's like a flashback to before we got in when like we were being like briefed on the assignment and like Brad Bradward like clearly was like was trying to get Peter's approval and Peter was just like vaguely off put and I think Bradward finds Spider-Man in the in Fortnite and mm-hmm. it's Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And like, but, you know, Bradward doesn't quite make the connection that that's not Peter B. Parker. And so it's like, that's Mr. Mr. Parker, Mr. Parker. <laughs> Shut up. And like, and like, and trying to like follow Tom Holland, Spider-Man around, like gets us both killed. <laughs> Yeah. And then like comes back next, next loop and sees like Spider-Man noir, like, punching people and doing the like yeah spider-man noir and like and proceeds to like follow like every time and that kind of establishes that like all of our identities and all of ourselves have like folded together because every Mm -hmm. time every time you find a different spider-man like there is one where it is like 90s cartoon spider-man there is one where it is uh it is it is italian spider-man and and it's not until and you keep doing this until it happens to be like each time it gets a little bit closer. Like the first time it's Tom Holland, it inches a little bit closer, and eventually it is it is like Peter Parker from the beginning of Spider-Verse, and then the next time I'm wearing the army jacket and like I mm-hmm. don't have the mask on and I see and I'm like, uh, yeah, now I remember. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for pulling me out of that one, kid. I had a great life and everybody loved me. I feel feel a lot better now. Back to being me again. (sighs) Gunfire happening all around. Oh, and finally, how does how does how does Casey get back into this? So I think that there's a couple loops where you just don't see Casey at all, Mm -hmm. or like I mean they wouldn't like you guys wouldn't know that she wasn't there, but like people viewing this from the outside, like knowing that she's supposed to be there, like she's just not around. Mm -hmm. Um, and like she doesn't win, so. She's obviously dead at some point, but I think there is an instance when, like, everybody else has gotten their memories back, they're all in a tight spot, and she just rocks up driving the battle bus. (laughs) And, like, honks the horn is like, what are you guys waiting for? (laughs) Elias. Powerful. She's she's been working on the mission the whole time. (laughs) Uh, 
and in the in the battle buses where we also get uh uh kirk colombo mr miracle and steve she collected the other four <laughs> yeah. i love i love that i love that as as the uh the success there can i mm-hmm. can i can i throw a, a wrench into that yes i think that three of the four of those characters are on the battle bus we cut to outside of we cut to outside of Fortnite island where reality is collapsing in on itself and we cut to like a nondescript office building where like an like a boring ass ceo like maxwell lord is like filing mm-hmm. some papers and like a um, I'm so sorry to bother. Hi, I don't mean to bother you. My name is Lieutenant Columba. I'm with the LAPD. Can is Maxwell Lord a- British? Uh, he feels not British. British. He can be British. We can make him British. He can be. He can be seventies British, where everybody vaguely is Maxwell Lord. Not yeah. the guy with the fucking like. Union Jack on his chest? Am I thinking of somebody different? You're thinking of someone else. <laughs> Maxwell Lord is a uh, is vague '80s businessman who founded the Justice League International. Thank you, thank you. Epitome I'm thinking... of, epitome of epitome of '80s businessman. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal played him in nineteen in Wonder Woman '84, where they gave him wish powers for some reason. Yeah. So it might be Pedro Pascal. Like it's like flipping between like Pedro Pascal and uh, he fucking shows up in Supergirl. He plays like that little Weasley oh, looking yeah. dude. Oh, I'm thinking of Mad Mod. <laughs> You're thinking of Mad Mod. Uh, but like Maxwell just. I'm so sorry to bother you. Can I just? I have a. I just have a few questions. I. I terrible thing that happened to. Uh, Terrible thing that happened to uh, Mr. 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 Jordan. Mr. Hal Jordan was was found murdered. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> thing. Terrible. Couldn't have happened thing. to a better man. A real tragedy. Decorated National Air hero. Force pilot. You know, member member in good stand. Really, Earth's representative in the Green Lantern Corps. Really, oh, really exceptional. Exceptional. You know, it's funny to hear you say that though, because we do have documented photos of you meeting with the Green Lantern Corps. Now, granted, Earth's representative was Guy Gardner at the time, but if you look at this this photo that I found, you'll notice that Hal Jordan is also there. We've got Guy Gardner, we no, got John Stewart, we I got don't. Kyle, and Hal Jordan. It's just funny. It's funny to me that you would happen to be in the room. Then that you that you met Hal Jordan as a Green Lantern. That's I don't funny. have. I don't have. He was wearing the mask at the time. You understand? Ah, he I, was wearing them. I understand. I understand. I'm just, you know, just. I. I hope you understand. I just have to ask some questions. We and move that's on. It. <laughs> I just needed to establish again. Colombo yeah. is here effortlessly solving this mystery and is doing it strictly to solve one murder. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Let me make sure there's nothing else we need to do in this first scene before then we rotate and each do a going through dangerous lands scene. If that was the first scene, that was the first chunk, that uh, was Taylor's drive, then we go to left. So Jeff me marn from there so let me just make sure there's nothing else we have to do had a consequence no and the scene went out and you're seen earlier than late uh you know when your scene is done everything should advance a story yada 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 okay so yeah so jeff traversed dangerous lands we so uh we cut to the bus we're in the battle bus uh which is uh we're in the battle bus we are driving past we pass the remains of uh united flight 847 is that correct that sounds right (laughs) oceanic flight oceanic Oceanic flight. flight 
815. We passed by eight. We passed by the. I think. I think uh, the wreck of Oceanic Flight 815 is our entry point, but we have to get through the Fortnite Island to the wreck of Oceanic Flight 815 because that is where we can pierce into uh, into the zero event where we believe that the anti-life equation is being is being uh, harvested like that is and i think that we we get a lot of this information uh by by infiltration and escape expert mr miracle like breaks down all of these details and is kind of our uh, our cue figure explaining all of the all of the logistics but we the 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 difficult terrain we have to traverse is literally Fortnite Island on a battle bus and in these time in these time like in this particular time loop where we have very little time before it resets and we have to we have to like get through uh we have to get through this this time loop uh we have to get to the the heart of this event and it's us driving in the battle bus as 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 Fortnite characters uh try to blow us up I love that well write down the we need to get in through oceanic flight <laughs> 817 right am i saying the right one i, keep... I think it's 815 i think it is 815 it is 815 we originally said 817 it is 815 and then so we will get in through there i'm gonna go oceanic flight 815 get memories back oceanic flight is the entry point and then scott free in charge 